Shalom to all. Today we're learning Mishnah Yuma, Perak Aleph, Mishnah Ches, and Perak Beis, Mishnah Aleph. And today's Mishnah is being learned by Shlomo Shlomo Zalman of Zugas Amos Yitzchak Chayitzchal. Today they should be given with a Sachat Slachan Siat Deshmaya, good health, Parnasa B'Shefa, and Cult of Sela, and B'Schos Esubas Rachel. She should be Zeichen to find Rizivik Hagon Bekar of Mamish. Now one of the first things done every single day in the Beis Hamikdash was the Trumas Hadashen. A kain would go up the ramp onto the Mizbech, remove a shovel full of ash, and place it on the floor of the Azara to the right of the Mizbech, where by nace it got absorbed into the floor. So the Mishnah tells us B'Chal Yom every single day. Meaning a regular day of the year, they would do the trumas hadeshen, meaning they would take off the ash from the mizbech at the time that the rooster crowed, or right around it, either a little bit before, or a little bit afterwards, and this is right around the lisa shachar, which is dawn time. However, on Yom Kippur they would do the trumas hadeshen from chatzos, meaning from the middle of the night and onwards, and that's because since the kain gadol did every single avoda that day in the base of mikdash, he needed to have a lot of koyach, so he was already allowed to do it from chatzos, from the middle of the night, so he could gain koyach before. Before he continued the rest of the Avaidah. Over a Golem and on the Shalash Regalim, Mehashmura Rishayna, the Trumas Hadeshin was already done at the end of the first watch of the night, meaning after the first third of the night passed, they already did the Trumas Hadeshin then. Why would they do that? Because it wouldn't even yet be the call of the rooster before the Azara was full of Yidin bringing their Karbanas for that day. You see from there that since the Avaidah on Yantif was so packed, there were so many Karbanas being brought by the Yidin, they weren't able to do the Trumas Hadashan in the morning. They had to do so already in the beginning of the night. Now what were they doing from the beginning of the night until early morning? They were shoveling and scraping all the ashes that were all over the Mizbeach from the tons of Karbanas that were brought the day before to the middle of Mizbeach so there could be more room on the Mizbeach for burning the Karbanas that were going to be brought that day. And now moving on to Perak Bey's Mishnah Aleph, we're going to take a little bit of a pause from talking about the Yom Kippur Avayda, and we're going to be talking about just a few Avaydas that were done in the base of Mekdash every single day, starting with Trumas Hadeshen. So Mishnah Aleph tells us, Barishayna, originally, call me Sharaitza Litrimas HaMizbeach Tairim. Anyone that wanted to do the Trumas Hadeshen on the Mizbeach, he was allowed to do so, meaning the first kind that stepped forward to say, hey, I want to be the one to do the Trumas Hadeshen, we let him do it. It was Manchain Merubin, but when there was a lot of Kohanim that wanted to do so, what would they do? Rats and Violin Bakevesh, they would all Run up the ramp in the Mizbech, which was 32 Amos long. And whoever beat his friend to within the first four Amos at the top of the ramp in the Mizbech, so he would win, meaning whoever won the race, he got to do the Trumas Hadeshin. Now let's save him. If there's two people that tied, what would they do? Then the Amuna would tell them, This is not talking about the two people that tied. This is talking about all the Kayhanim. Hatzbiu, stick out a finger. In honor of the Hebrew, Latzbia means to vote. If a Rebbe asks a question in class, so what do you have to do? You have to raise your hand. That's called lehatzbiyah, and that all comes from the word of a finger. So he would tell them hatzbiyu, so we can count your fingers for this lottery. Umahin moitzin, and so how many fingers would they put out? Achasayshtayim, one or two fingers. Now, even though two fingers were extended by some kaihanim, only one was counted, and this was just allowed for a kind who simply wasn't able to put out one finger because he was too weak, so he was allowed to put out two. And then what would the mamuna, the one in charge of this lottery, do? He would call out a number, a very high number, way above the number of kaihanim that were there, and he would start counting. So let's say there was thirty behind him there, he might call out the number 60 or 70 or 80 or something like that. And then he would just start counting the fingers, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, so on and so forth. Whichever kind the last number landed on, he was the one that got to do the Trumas Hadashin. Now the Mishnah tells us, mikdash. They weren't allowed to stick out their thumb in the base of Mikdash when they did this lottery. And why not? So it's because of the following. As we said, the kind doing this lottery would call it a number he was going to be counting to. Now a kind in this circle that was sharp could make a cheshbin as of to which kain the count would land on. And he might realize that it's going to fall on the guy right next to him. So he could do a trick. He could put out his thumb as well, now having two fingers counted, and he would win as opposed to the guy next to him. And this trick can only be pulled off with the thumb because since the thumb extends away from the hand, 
hand, he could make it look like it's the finger of the Kayan next to him. So therefore, no putting out a thumb for this lottery. We're going to stop here for the day. Pick up tomorrow with Mishnah Bays and Gimel. Continue to talk about these lotteries. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.